What's good? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com talking to you today about why everything is a confidence game and all representatives of the system are confidence men. I'm talking about currencies. I'm talking about Bitcoin. I'm talking about equities. I'm talking about any type of investment. It is all a confidence game and it's all going to zero eventually. Even gold. Gold has a 5,000 year track record. Everything else, you're lucky to get 50 years on it, with the exception of real estate. Um, real estate will last a good amount of time, but you know, countries are going to war, being taken over, buildings are torn down, insurance, you know, or, or sorry, um, natural disasters wipe out a building, you might have the land behind it. Um, you know, land can be seized, all these different things. It's all a confidence game in terms of it's all just a narrative and nothing has inherent value and no type of investment. Um, because, you know, if you look at it like if everyone on the planet is dead, right, and you're the only person that exists, your gold, your equities, your quote-unquote land that you own is of no value. The things that would be valuable to you would be food, clothing, shelter, technology, and if there's at least one woman on the planet, it would be very valuable. Um, so those things are only valuable when you can trade them for something of value, a good or a service. The true value is goods, services, um, and people and the types of relationships that you can have with people. And a lot of services really are just a relationship with a person. So those are the things that are of value. Everything else is just a narrative. It is a concept. And in many cases, doesn't have any physical value or physical properties at all. Gold has physical properties, but the property is really just, it's a rock. Okay. Uh, real estate uh, buildings have properties, but you know, a currency is just a magical piece of paper that they created this ritual about. Um, you know, stocks, you don't even have the certificates. It's some digits on a, a screen. Most currencies just, you know, um, bits and bytes on a screen somewhere. And they're all based on narrative, which is why a government, the most important thing for any government is control of the narrative and control of the, the media because it's all a narrative. The government itself is a narrative. The, the idea of a country is a narrative. Um, the idea of any of these um, things that most people think are of real physical entities are just narratives with no physical existence. And if it is a physical existence, there has been a ritual placed on it to give it an existence beyond what it actually is. Like gold, for example, is a rock. But the narrative is it's gold, it's a 5,000 year track record, it's a store of value. Why is it a store of value? Because people believe that it is, and it's secure store of value because there's a 5,000 year track record. As opposed to currency, the US dollar's got a long track record, but only because people think it has value. Many other currencies, you know, you're, you're lucky to get 30 years on some of these currencies in Latin America before it reset or before, um, you know, the currencies renamed or whatever that 
the case may be. So you hear a lot about oh, Bitcoin has inherent value and gold doesn't, or gold has inherent value and Bitcoin doesn't, or currencies are worthless. You know, I saw Peter Schiff recently saying, the US dollar is worthless, it's gonna become the Zimbabwe currency. Yet, he's only 5% in gold and the rest of the investments he has are denominated in US dollars. He's not holding cash, but he's in equities and he's in, um, you know, business ownership. And that's denominated in this so-called fiat currency that has become very popular to write off as, as trash, right? Reality is that's what you have to use to pay for something in America. In some cases, you can pay in Bitcoin. Um, in El Salvador, you can pay in Bitcoin. In Panama, you can pay in Bitcoin for houses and stuff like that. So it is a currency in, in some countries. And I could see more of that happening in the future. But I could also see more regulation um, and less ability to use it or less ability to convert it to various things. But it's no different than USD. And I know a lot of Bitcoin guys might get upset about this um, or gold guys or equities guys. It's all the same thing. Um, even Warren Buffett's dead wrong on this issue. He said he wouldn't trade, um, he wouldn't buy all the Bitcoin in the world at, for $25, which is absolutely brain dead, okay? You could just sell it immediately and buy your equities, right? But that's how much he hates that particular narrative and refuses to give it um, legitimacy because he's, he, in his mind, it's like, oh, it's inherently worthless. Whereas these equities that I own have inherent worth because they're based on companies and revenue and dividends. But the reality is he's not owning the stocks physically. He's not even owning the paper certificates. And the only reason a company has value once it's gone public is because people believe it has value and the value is tracked to revenue and dividends. But those are just arbitrary um, concepts that people denote value to and therefore the price of the stock goes up because of that. Now, I'm not saying that revenue and dividends are arbitrary in the sense that they have no value. When you, when you own a business, you want high revenue, high dividends. But when you own a public company, for that stock to go up, it, it is now, the company is now not about making money. It is about increasing shareholder value. And increasing shareholder value is based around revenue and dividends because that's what people believe increases the value, but that's just narrative. Um, there's companies that have, you know, Amazon was unprofitable for a decade. Netflix was unprofitable for a decade, but they were showing user traction. They were showing these other things. The narrative looked good. At the end of the day, once you go public and the main value about getting rich for the owners is increasing shareholder value, it's all about narrative. And if you actually think about what you own, like where is your money right now? It's in the cloud in some digits as a currency. It's in the cloud as some digits as Bitcoin. Um, it's in the cloud in terms of your real estate. Yes, because your documents for the title of that physical property you own, quote unquote, is stored in the cloud. You might have some physical backups of it, but the database for real estate is online. 
Um, and even your gold, say you're holding it in a facility in Singapore, that's that's on an online database for the for the company where you would have to provide some KYC and do a video call and provide certain answers and you're tracked in the database digitally to be able to access that gold. And when you actually want to spend that gold, you've got to convert it to a fiat currency, which is primarily digital and stored in the cloud. So the bulk of what you think your money and your wealth is, is stored in the cloud, in the ether. And it is a concept, it is a concept that other people believe in that allows you to give them whatever that store value is to cook clean for you and provide you with goods and services. And the game only works because other people believe in it. If everyone in the world had the knowledge that I'm trying to give to you right now, there really wouldn't be janitors when, when they see what the game actually is. Because most people think of these things as having inherent physical value as opposed to it's all just a fucking game. Okay, and the game is to get as much of the things that people have confidence in and then use that to get the things that you want whilst understanding that it is a narrative and that it is literally the money game. And I guarantee you the people at the top of the pyramid understand that. In fact, Donald uh, uh, Trump was quoted in his book, Think Big, and I'm not making a political commentary here that business guys are streetwise and they understand that it's just a game and the highest level business operators aren't really stressed about it because they're playing it like it's a game. It's confirmation right there. You can, you can look up the quote in the book, uh, Think Big. Um, and the politicians approach it the same way. Um, and those are the guys that create the narrative. Okay. They create the narrative. So they certainly know that it's a narrative and you'll also see this in the investing space. Um, you'll see it in, you know, the business ownership, Jeff Bezos continuously trying to make the narrative for Amazon or in Bitcoin, Michael Saylor, right? Who has a lot of money in Bitcoin is one of the main proponents of shaping that narrative because it serves his interest to continue to um, generate confidence in that narrative and generate insecurity and fear in putting your money to something else because the more people that he can convince that that's the correct narrative, um, the higher his business investment is gonna go, or sorry, his Bitcoin investments going to go and the more goods and services and things like that that he can buy. And I'm not saying he's right or wrong on that. You know, at the end of the day, you can't really predict the future. Um, you know, for your investments, I do like a kitchen sink hedge and I was a professional trader and that got me a lot of humility. Um, ultimately getting rich though is about business ownership because you can get 10,000% return on, on an early stage business that you just can't get anywhere. But once you've got to a certain level, then it's, I would say hedging across multiple bank accounts, property, gold, Bitcoin, whatever, fucking buy it all till you feel comfortable, right? Um, I wouldn't really go all in on one thing. I would just go majority in on, on business, um, you know, strictly for the fact that I think it's, it's the best way to get wealthy and continue to be wealthy and sort of, you know, if you're looking to get wealthy off investments, you kind of already have to be wealthy. Then your 8%, 15% a year means something when you've got 10 mil, you can, you can live on it. Right. Um, but all those things are, are,
confidence games, even even business, right? Oh, I own this company. I now own a Dubai company and a Georgian company because I went and got it apostilled and notarized and sent off and signed it twice and it was an official stamp on it and then they officially gave me a online bank account that I can access to get these digits on the screen and then I will officially, you know, file a report every year and all the documents are in order, okay? And I mean, it, it was, it's no different than, you know, if I was just running it personally, right? Except now it's officially under this business structure and it's officially taxed in a different way. And I went through the ritual to play the game properly um, and do it in the most tax efficient way. Um, and, and that's what it is. At the end of the day, you're just a soul in a body, you know, in a human body, wearing some cloth, carrying some, some things around on you. And you can feel wealthy, but at the end of the day, it's, it's a debit card, it's a piece of plastic, and that's going into a computer system somewhere and accessing some digits on a screen. And then the guy gives you the thing that you want, or you pull out some magical pieces of paper, and now you um, can spend that and buy whatever you want, right? It's a fucking game, it's a con game, all of it, and all of it's going to zero, all of it. The only thing that hasn't gone to zero in the last 5,000 years is gold, okay? But every country's been invaded, you know? And you know, if you're owning Russian real estate prior to the Russian Revolution, um, you wouldn't have had shit after that, okay? Now, I'm not saying this to worry you. Chances are, if you're owning real estate in multiple countries, you'll you'll be fine over the next hundred years. You might have some problems with one of them, but whatever. Um, everything's going to zero. Uh, the, all the currencies will be devalued and replaced. Um, Bitcoin's going to zero. It might be 700 years from now, or it might be 50. We don't know. Um, some point people will stop using gold. Uh, and the worst fucking one is equities, right? A lot of guys talk about we did so well and shareholder value. Average lifespan of a big company is 25 years. Facebook and Google are coming on 21 each. A lot more faith in, in Google. And God bless Google and YouTube, the platform that I'm speaking to you on. I think YouTube's got a good future. Facebook's struggling though. You know, if they, if they botch that uh, metaverse thing, um, every company on the Fortune 500 list is going to zero and someone's going to buy at the top and then someone's going to be trying to buy the bounce and someone's holding it for the rebound and someone's going to lose their life savings on every stock no matter how good the company was and how well it it ran it's all going to fucking zero and that's the game and that's capitalism and the goal is not to be holding shit on the way to zero the goal for all your investments really what you're trying to predict is okay I found these investments, people have confidence in these things. I can exchange this particular investment for this much currency, which gets me this much goods and services. And all you're trying to predict is people, are people gonna have more confidence in this investment in the future or less? If people have more confidence in Bitcoin five years from now, the price has gone up. If they have extremely more confidence, it's gone up 2000%, like it has in the last five years. Are people going to have more confidence in Tesla five years from now? It's gone up. Less confidence, 
right? Same for every investment. Everything is going to zero. Nothing has inherent value. It is all a fucking game, and it's called the money game. By the end of this year, I'm going to have a course out on it. It goes deep into this type of philosophy, um, how to understand money. It's going to be an eight-figure game plan to win the money game, which I think is the new target, um, seeing where AI is going, potential hyperinflation, the reset's coming, all these things. I think you need to have a bigger target over the next decade, and you could be surprised what you can do with a decade. You can also get deeper into these sort of philosophical concepts and what I call, um, you know, insight game. I love learning about insight and revelations, and if you like this type of stuff, check out my life game course, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash courses. Uh, it's called Life Game, How to Play the Game of Life, and it gives you deep reprogramming and insight to be able to see through this game of life and see all the aspects of, of how you're programmed, how you're programmed through the word gain, um, the fact that nations and, and countries and governments aren't real, you know, outside of just the, the thought and the concept, um, you know, as well as some of the stuff we, we just spoke about in, in terms of things being a confidence game. Uh, which is super interesting to me. And if you want direct access to me in this type of, of game, um, go sign up to the, the, the RLD Brotherhood, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash brotherhood, where we talk about this stuff regularly with other six, seven, eight-figure entrepreneurs who are my clients as well as my close friends. We've got guys on every continent. This is the stuff I, I talk about all day with my coaching clients. Um, you know, this kind of reprogramming as well as how to apply it to business and wealth and um, master and optimize the, the game of life in the way that I see it. So there's some really good high-level game in the brotherhood as well as some high-level game on how to play the money game. We're, we are coming to a synthesis of how to most effectively play this money game over the next decade with all the current obstacles and massive technological and changes and and changes to the monetary order and all these things. And I truly think that you need that game. If you're not getting that game, you're, you're fucking up. You're, you need the right game plan for uh, managing your wealth. You also need the right game plan for business. A lot of it comes down to business and business reinvestment. Um, so I highly suggest you get in the group, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com forward slash brotherhood. Um, also stay tuned for the Great Reset course coming out this year. It's going to give you some more game on how to manage that. Um, so you can survive and thrive and keep getting all the good things in life regardless of what happens Because um, that's what being a player in the game of life is about and Other than that, I hope this video found you well. God bless you much love to you and I'll catch you on the next video